Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 178 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So how about that title? I kind of love it. But it's a serious question and one that we should all consider every single day. Who do you think you are? Who does your brain tell you you are? Do you ever stop for a minute and think? I mean, are you defining you or are you living a version of yourself that's being defined by your environment? or by what you think others expect from you, or by what others have told you that you are, maybe your whole life. But you're a unique individual with unique desires and unique needs, and you're on your very own unique path. I mean, that's your own path, and you're on it alone. Of course, there are those that are walking on a path next to you. Maybe it's been parallel for a long time, but no one's walking the exact same path as you. It just can't be done because you're, you're, well, you're unique. Does that scare you to think that way, or does it kind of intrigue you? Does it excite you? I mean, picture this. So you're walking this path that is the trajectory of your life, okay? And you're, are you following the path that is well-worn, that's been created maybe for by people before you? Now, that well-worn path that society has created, that's the one where by this age you should do this, by this age you should do this, and you're weird if you don't have this partner at this stage or kids at this stage, and everyone in this family or this group, they do this for work, so that's what you should be doing too because that's what's expected. But inside there's a part of you that wants, that needs something different, and you're craving more than what you're experiencing on that path. I mean, of course you do, because we're born to create. We aren't born to follow a well-beaten path and then die. You have dreams and callings inside of you that are specific to you. The reason why no one around you is doing the things that you desire exactly is because that's your calling. doesn't mean it's wrong or you're weird for wanting it. It means it's something you were put here to create. The world may not get to see it if you don't create it. And sometimes you have this thing, right, that you want to do or an idea, but then your brain starts saying, oh, well, it's been done already, or somebody else can do it better, I could never do that. I mean, those are all just thoughts. They aren't real and they aren't true. No one's done it before with all you have to offer, all you bring to the table. No one has your unique spin on it. I mean, if there's something you've been wanting to do and it keeps nagging at you, you're supposed to do it. Don't let anything stop you. Now, you might think there's a path that you should be taking, and so you trudge down that path, and every so often you come to a fork in the path, and there's one one path that you've been told you're supposed to take, and the other one is the one that is your calling. I mean, the longer you pass the one up that you're called to, the harder it's going to be to find again, and the less often it's going to show itself. See, you're the center of your universe, and you're the only one that's going to know what it takes to make you happy and fulfilled. I saw a friend posted a meme this last week, and it said, you aren't going to find yourself in someone else. I love that. People want you to, though. I mean, they want you to be like them, to act like them, believe what they believe. And that's fine if you truly believe it. But for instance, my older sister, and I love her so much, we're very different, but that's okay. I mean, she told me one time that I should come back into the religion that they are in because that's what we do. That's how our family was raised. And even if I don't like it, that keeps the family together. You know, you know what I hear when she says that? 
I hear, don't do what you want to do with your life. Do what I want you to do with your life. How many of us have heard some version of that in one way or the other? But then where does that end? I mean, you're going to have to be a chameleon to be what someone else wants you to be because they change. And then you have to change and it won't ever be good enough. That's why it's important to be in touch with what you want, how you want to live, how you want to show up, and who you want to be. Let's say, though, for a minute, I did. I decided to go back to that religion to make my family happy. Okay, now, I'm not that happy, but I do get to be around my family a lot more, and I really love them. So now they're happy, though, for the moment, but then here comes the pandemic. And guess what? Big surprise. My opinions differ from them on this as well. I mean, I I choose not to live in fear. I'm not isolating in my home, afraid of other humans. Of course, we all did in the beginning, but now it's gotten to the point to where I think it's kind of ridiculous. But my family, still after almost two years, they don't feel very safe going into a restaurant. They're still virtual for their religious meetings. They want to isolate as much as possible, and they only feel really comfortable around people that are masked and fully vaccinated. So now, in order for my family to be happy again with me, I have to change my opinions and with what I want to do again, just to be able to be acceptable to them. It won't stop there, though. There's always going to be something more you have to do to please someone else. It'll never be enough. That's why you you have to follow what you want. And sometimes that does mean doing nice things for other people. Of, of course it does. But when you do it from a place of love and happiness, and because you truly want to do it, then you don't have resentment about it, and you both feel good about it. When you know who you are and you trust yourself to make the right cause for you, that's powerful stuff. You don't just go along being dragged in 100 different directions trying to please everyone. You make decisions based on what's right for you. When you do that, everything falls into place. When you're in touch with who you are, everyone around you benefits. And, you know, we think it's the opposite. Society wants you to believe you have to live according to the norms, you know, to do what's right for the other person, you know, believe you have to to live that way, not living true to yourself. But when you do that, it kind of makes you grumpy and resentful. And then the people around you pick up on that energy because that's how it works. You could put a big smile on your face, but your vibe and your energy They're the ones doing the talking. You aren't fooling anyone. Your energy speaks louder than your smile. So why not just let go and figure out what it is you really want, who you truly want to be, how you want your life to look in a year, how you want your body to look in a year, how you want your relationships to be in a year. I mean, if something isn't working for you and you know it, but you keep doing the same things every day, nothing's going to miraculously change. We think it will, but it won't. Change happens from discomfort. Change happens from creating different habits. Change happens when you decide to dig deep and define who you are rather than letting society or your family or your past decide who you are. So, who do you think you are? That's one of the most important questions you can ask yourself. Because who you think you are will dictate every single action you take, consciously or unconsciously. If you think you're someone that doesn't like to work out, you won't work out. And if you do, you'll hate it. If you think you're someone that isn't good at business, you'll take actions like someone who isn't good at business. If you think you can't cook, you'll hate cooking. (laughs) If you really think about who you think you are, you'll be able to see why you do the things you do. My challenge to you is this. The next time you get to a fork in your path, there will be the path that is well-worn, comfortable and familiar, and there will be one that's calling you. Take that one. 
There's a reason it's showing up. It might be as simple as a different route for your run, a new book that keeps showing up, a job that's out of your comfort zone but excites you. At least explore the idea. Give it a chance. And it doesn't mean your path won't circle back to your original path where you're comfortable and where your friends are. It probably will. But think of the new experiences and the new things you've added to your talent stack because you answered your calling. Think of the things you bring to the table that are interesting because of your new experience. It doesn't take anything away from someone else for you to do something you really want to do. In fact, more than likely, it will make the relationship better. If you're asking right now if this is a message for you about that thing, it is. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.